Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. Hey everybody, I'm Chris Fafalius and I'm the producer of Chris Makes a Podcast and the host of the One Hit Thunder Podcast. And I'm Matt Kelly, host of Horror Movie Night and the producer slash the head of content for the Geekscape Podcasting Network. Between the two of us, we have, believe it or not, 25 years of podcasting experience and we want to help you start your own podcast. We know podcasting and we want to share that knowledge with you. So whether you're new to podcasting or you want some feedback on your currently active podcast, we want to help. Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can check out our website at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality. So you picked this topic. Yeah. You went to talk about meals that we connect <laughs> with Christmas time. Christmas Christmas dinners. Christmas dinners, Christmas, Christmas food. Goodies, yeah. Like, so like how do we want to approach this one? Because I feel like there's a lot to tackle, but at the same time, there's gonna be things that like, oh, we're gonna wanna elaborate more on that. Here's my pitch. I don't think anyone has a Christmas lunch, right? <laughs> Yeah. So we'll yeah. do breakfast, snacks, backslash treats, okay. dinner. Breakfast, snacks, slash treats, treats and dinner. then dinner. So okay. do you have any like traditional Christmas breakfast? 100%. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> it's Christmas tree pancakes with snow on it. Like <laughs> You <tobacco>. fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, But we do do a traditional Christmas breakfast leading up. To Christmas. Oh, so there's a build to it. So there's a build. This is all more my thing. Like people are going to be like, this is another thing where like Dylan 
It's November 1st. What are you okay. doing? So you eat the same breakfast for <laughs> no, 55 no, no, days. No, 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 What I'm saying is like leading up to Christmas. I mean, IHOP's releasing their like specific hot chocolate. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Right, and, right, right, right. And right. we're doing the whole like pumpkin pancake thing, which pumpkin pancakes from IHOP are like best thing in the world. Okay. I'll take your word on that. But Christmas breakfast, I need to have my dad's always done scrambled eggs, sausage. He makes like specific type of biscuits in the oven, but I have to have on my scrambled eggs hot sauce and ketchup. Okay. On my scrambled eggs. God, that's that is my Christmas breakfast. All right. And I'll do it other times of the year, but whenever I'm eating them, I'm like, this is Christmas. This is Christmas food. <laughs> so from I, I've talked about this before. Yeah. Around around my family, we have a breakfast that we do exclusively for Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving, and then we do it from Christmas to New Year's. Okay. I don't know the origin of this. I believe it's a German dish, but I have never met another person that's not in my direct family tree that has ever heard of this thing. We call them scones and sausage, not scones. These are different than scones. And I think I've talked about this already on the show once before, but I'll elaborate a lot deeper. Yeah. So scones and sausage, it takes about 24 hours to prepare. Ugh. And then it's enough <laughs> food for like a week. Okay. But you get a big old pot. Okay. Fill it with water. All right. And you boil it for a good two hours. While you're boiling it, you cut up three onions, mix in the onions with there, some salt, some pepper, etc. Mm-hmm. And then you load that bitch with sausage. Like we go through like six packs of sausage links like 24 links so i don't know your teacher do the math on that for me real quick but over 100 sausage links is in there and then we also will buy a roll of sausage meat and roll Mm -hmm. them into sausage meatballs and mix that all in there yeah so that all sits there and that stews for about two to three hours then it sits and simmers for two to three hours and then you refrigerate it overnight so that it gets a film over top of it yeah so that sits in the fridge all night then you basically make your own dough from scratch with like powder and eggs and stuff like that and you knead it really tight and then you grill them into these little tiny pan shape pancake shaped scones but they're called scones scones (laughs) so the way that this meal is prepared is then you take these pieces of scone and you rip them all up into a bowl and then you ladle this like sausage gravy all over it and just eat it with a fork mm. like you're eating a bowl of cereal. It is so fucking good. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sitting over here like, mm, I feel like that uh, the Saturday Night Live sketch, the Shreddy Wells. Wells. I'm like, mm, I've told you this already, <laughs> but I've learned how to make it. Yeah. I will make a pot of this. This will oh, be another dude. This will be another live stream thing. I'll Ooh. make a pot and we can film you having your first bowl of scones and sausage to decide if it's like your shit. I yeah. and, and then you'll have to show me how it's done. I'll show you how it's done. Or we make a new Christmas tradition. Dude. We make a tradition that I bring some scones and sausage down to you after Christmas time for Fuck. some recordings. Yes, dude. I'm all about <laughs> it. Christmas traditions being formed in the middle of spring slash summer. Love I it. absolutely love it. But yeah, that's my big break my big breakfast one. Do you have okay. any let's let's not even say these are traditional, but like do you have some sweets or treats or anything that when you see them, you just think that's Christmas? Okay, so Christmas Crunch. I think we've talked about that okay. a little bit. Christmas Crunch, which is, for those of you who don't know, it's literally just Captain Crunch, but it's it's got Christmas trees in it. And the Christmas trees turns your milk green. 
I never got into the specialty holiday series. Oh my god! So you're not like a, a Count Chocula? No, like I don't do the holiday stuff. Like I would, the only thing that would get me to buy, and I might eventually go out maybe this year buy those, is I would want the boxes. I'd want the boxes yeah. to display. But like I do, like the same two cereals pretty much. Like it's pretty much in my house. It's a rotation of like raisin yeah. bran, oops, all berries, and fucking cinnamon toast crunch. Like I, I don't. I don't expand much out of my cereal horizon. When I think of like stuff that every time I see it, it's Christmas time for me. There's two things specifically. And the one I don't even know the name. You're going to probably know what I'm talking about. And then you can tell me what they're called. Uh, But I'll start with the easy one. The three flavor popcorn tins. Yeah. Yeah. I I was literally just talking about those the other day. Yeah. You get the cheddar, the white. uh, It's white cheddar, regular regular cheddar cheddar and and caramel. And oh, my Mm -hmm. God. It was like for years that was the oh shit I forgot I had to bring a gift to this party gift. (laughs) But then the other one is I I don't know how to describe them but they're like a cookie with a fudge in the center but they basically look like a long cigar. I do know what you're talking about. I don't know what they're called. I have no clue. They're they're delicious. (laughs) Long cookie. (laughs) Well, I mean as far as I remember, they're delicious. I yeah. haven't had them in like a yeah. decade, and I might eat them now and be like, this is trash. How did I eat so much of this as yeah. a kid? But when I see them, that's the only holiday I can think of is Christmas. Like nice. I'm like, this is very much my grandmother has a tin of this sitting at the table to hold us over until dinner's served. Uh, the other one for me is red and green M&M's. Red and green I mean, M&M's yeah. taste way better than regular M&M's. Like- <laughs> I, so so I, I know that we're holding off on a lot of the commercials for a special episode do you remember this may have been before your time honestly but you know who harvey firestein is right do you remember harvey firestein was in the christmas m&m's commercials with the two m&m's was he yeah the the, the only one that's ringing a bell is the most famous the santa claus one the real he's real yeah (laughs) yeah well harvey firestein funny enough is in that live action yeah, without a Santa Claus that I, we're gonna watch. Oh, we're <laughs> boy, are we? But yeah, it's literally just like him eating the M and M's. He's just like, you know, I really like the green ones, but uh, I also really like the red ones. <laughs> like, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh. It's such a weird commercial. Like back when, like, it's definitely a commercial from that 1993-1995 era of like commercials. Where I'm not saying that anyone famous directed this particular commercial, yeah. but when they were like, you know who needs to make our Air Jordans music videos? Spike Lee. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's definitely like, if you told me that Kevin Smith directed this M&M's commercial, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense because it's literally yeah. just a guy just sitting, talking. eating M&M's and talking about why he likes them. Yeah. Are you, a, are you a candy cane guy? I do enjoy candy cane, but I'll also say that a candy cane tastes like 10 times sweeter if I just ran over to a fire truck to get it handed to me from a guy <laughs> just like Santa Claus. 100%. So are you... <laughs> Are you a normal candy cane guy or a flavored candy cane guy? Like, let me go oh, get old specific. School, old school peppermint, red and white candy yeah. cane. I don't go for like, I know that there's like blue, like a blue yellow yeah. one. And yeah, no, I, I want that peppermint flavor. I don't even like, you know, like it's like a ceremony, like it's yeah. like a ceremonial treat. So like when people do like the little tiny, like peppermint, like candy cane, like blocks, or whatever yeah. that's like a hard candy like now like if i'm gonna have a candy cane we're going through the whole the whole messy 
awkward yeah. looking ordeal where like yeah it looks like i'm sucking a very thin dick <laughs> for the next 20 minutes <laughs> like, when i was a kid i hate i i was not a peppermint kid yeah i love peppermint now i'm all about peppermint but when i was a kid like my preferred candy canes were like the starburst candy canes or the specific flavored ones now they have like soda flavored candy canes which don't actually yeah. taste like the sodas don't, just uh, but, i don't know we got on. too much variety in the world there is, and this is very questionable, there is an Oreo candy cane that Taylor and I now have, like, we basically bought out the Dollar General up the street <laughs> out of Oreo candy canes, but they don't taste like Oreos. What they taste like is a is a Tootsie Roll. Okay. So, if you are, like, super into Tootsie Rolls, what's I'm not, but it is, like, a decent snack that's not, like, a thousand calories and you're still kind of getting that chocolatey flavor oreo candy cane is is the way to go but just like you peppermint candy cane is god let's get back hold on let me just run through my head one more time make sure there's no snack oh snowballs not not the cake snowballs i'm talking about the cheese snowballs that are just cheese balls but they're white cheddar and they're okay. called snowballs. <laughs> I think I've had those. I think I've just had them as white cheddar yeah. Cheetos or whatever. But yeah, that sounds delightful. Same difference. I could ro- I could rock with some snowballs. I guess other than candy, pretty much. Yeah, All I don't right, think there's get... an overwhelming amount no. of Christmas candy. Like no. I, I think it's kind of your your usual suspects every yeah. year. Yeah. So main Christmas course. dinner, getting okay. in there. Main course. Is it so? Does your family? Does your dinner? Is your dinner on Christmas Day the same thing every single year? Does it kind of alternate between a couple options? Nine times out of ten, it's the same thing. What is it nine times out of ten? Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, so you do the turkey. <laughs> like, we have turkey. My dad also gets ham. I was going to say, our, we're a ham family we do, when it comes we'll to We'll do Christmas. both. We'll do mashed potatoes, stuffing, yeah, biscuits. So like, I mean, the, it is the usual, Thanksgiving. The usual Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving course. dinner. It's just for Christmas. Here's the thing that I would start, if I have my own family, Yeah. right? I, I I separate myself from my parents. I'm just like, you know what? It's just Matt time. Matt's raising some little kids. My friend Mark does raviolis every Christmas morning. And I, I'm okay. seeing that look you're giving me. Here's the thing. Okay. I don't really like ham or turkey that much. What? <laughs> like, like, I enjoy it. It's fine. Oh, my God. But, like, I've had some of the best ham and turkey experiences of my entire life okay but it's also really easy to fuck up a ham and a turkey and it be the worst experience of your life so ham's okay but i'll die for turkey i i would prefer turkey over ham for sure in that but what i'm saying is like if turkey ain't right if it's dry if it's like like i've had bad turkey yeah i never had a bad ravioli (laughs) ravioli has always been exactly what i expect a ravioli to taste like so when we started doing our friends so i'm eating i'm eating thanksgiving dinner you're eating a fucking chef boy rd yeah <laughs> no so when we started doing friendsgiving yeah that became part of our friendsgiving dinner was that his wife would make a huge bowl of raviolis okay. and i like there would still be the turkey and ham and stuff but i would go to town on oh, that ravioli. bowl of raviolis Fuck yeah. to the point that i'm like you know what i think ravioli is an underrated An underappreciated holiday dinner. Okay. I think that Italian food, pasta, I think it deserves a place at the table. I'm not saying it should take over for turkey and stuff, but like 
I feel like the only time that there's ever like pasta at like a Thanksgiving or dinner, it's like maybe a lasagna, which in my opinion is the worst version of making Italian food. Like okay. just throw a big ass bowl of spaghetti up there. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Give me like I'm for it. Like you said mashed potatoes, combine it. Give me some pierogies. <laughs> like, All right, I'm for it. You know I can mess I mean? with like, that. Like for I sure. just think that like we are very underutilizing the pasta in yeah. the in the holiday dinners. Yeah. I'm for it. I'm I'm there with you. But I I I'm a turkey man over a ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a I'm a turkey. I'm turkey all day every day. And that's not even like just Thanksgiving turkey. I mean, like if I want a sub, I want a turkey sub, bro. Yeah, no. So <laughs> I'll say this. Yeah. Deli turkey over holiday turkey for me every day. Yeah. Like a yeah. nice thin yes. sliced kind of just a tad slimy. Yeah, you're like, I don't turkey. think this is actually real turkey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, have you ever had a turkey sandwich where the turkey, like the deli turkey is dry or like cut real thick? It's yeah. gross. Yeah, it's not good. But like that, you're just like, ooh, I don't know what part of the turkey yeah. you came from, but it was wet. Like, <laughs> slather some mayonnaise yeah, on that boy, mayonnaise. dude just mayonnaise here's how crazy i am and my yeah. brother used to make fun of me about this i would buy a pound of turkey half a pound of american cheese yeah and i would make like seven turkey sandwiches with mayo and then just pop them in the fridge to let it all like congeal so that like two or three days later it was just this cold Shield turkey sandwich. <laughs> I think I almost killed Dylan. Because <laughs> that's but that's true though. Because I've like so that when I was a kid, that was mainly what I would eat is like yeah. turkey sandwiches. And it's true if you leave a turkey sandwich <laughs> in like the fridge or in your lunchbox, it just melts like, into a yeah, single and thing. And like the the mayonnaise does start turning into like a Jello type <laughs> deal. I it loved is, it. Oh my but god! But no, what's funny is my it tastes I delicious. It, as I'm talking about, it, I'm like, that sounds so fucking gross, but it tastes so <laughs> it good. tastes so good. But it looks disgusting, oh, it looks and like it hell. sounds disgusting. The texture of it, even you're like, nothing about this should taste as good as this actually tastes. Yeah, dude, it's so good. Though. Have you ever? Um, I don't know if this is a, a just a here thing. Have you ever read Capriotti's? Oh, I've had some Capriotti's. Oh, Thanksgiving on a roll. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. What is that called? Oh, uh, a Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Hey there, are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. I've talked about this before, how my aunt died in September. She was a big Christmas fan. Obviously, Christmas was tough that year. To help us get past, you know, people do very nice things when a loved one dies. Yeah. Someone bought us a honey-baked ham for Christmas. Okay. Have you ever had a honey-baked ham? I don't know. It's very expensive. Okay. Like, it's, like, unreasonably expensive. Like, it's, like, $70 for, like, this thing. But it's super sweet. It's like it's yeah. a ham that it's a ham that almost tastes like turkey. It's so glazed over with all this flavor. 
No, I want one. Oh, it was good. You're like, and what I did was I slathered so, some mayonnaise on no, top I, of it, so, so threw it in the fridge and let it turn into jello. So not quite, but what I started doing with it, and like my dad did it, was like, yo, this is really good. <laughs> and then all of us started doing it, was cutting a slice, putting it on bread, and a piece of cheese on top of it, and then just microwaving it for a couple seconds to make the cheese oh, melt over the turkey, shit. and then eating it. And I was like, this is so good. And then when I found out how much it cost to buy a honey glazed dip, I was like, well, this is a thing that I'm only going to be able to appreciate when a loved one dies. <laughs> like, Because like, I can never justify like, all right, I'm going to drop 60 bucks yeah. just so I can enjoy a slightly warmed ham and cheese sandwich. You're going to be like, in the future, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm really sad that they died, but. I'm gonna get some good Dude, ham sandwiches. Look, I'm sending I'm sending this out there. I'm not wishing death on any of my loved ones, but dear listeners, if there's ever a report that something terrible happened to any of my family members and you want to console me in any way, shape, or form, honey glazed ham is a fantastic <laughs> way. I second that as well. <laughs> if we do have anyone die in either of our lives, please send us both honey glazed <laughs> yeah, ham. Yeah, just- Hey, Dylan, I know it's probably tough podcasting with Matt being so sad. Here's a honey. (laughs) (laughs) I want it. And you know what? Just you don't even have to send me a honey glazed ham. Buy one for yourself. Just send me a slice a a slice, (laughs) and I can throw on some bread. Just give it a shot. With some cheese. (laughs) I just want to try it out. I just want to try it out. So give it a give it a taste. (laughs) Desserts. So I only have one dessert in my life. For any holiday, anything, even when my birthday rolls around, the only, I don't do cake. I do apple crumb pie. Mm, really good. Yeah. I just... You don't do cake? Don't do... I mean, I'll do cake. If a I'm cake at a, guy? I'm a, if I'm We're going to fight. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a funfetti guy. So if okay. you're going to do yeah. a cake, you like... But like my family knows, hey, it's Matt's birthday. Let's skip apple on the cake. We're just going to buy an apple crumb pie. We'll get one of those giant ones that all of us can have a slice of, and we'll just pop like a 36 in the center in there, and you can blow out those candles. <laughs> get and, this shit out of my way. And we'll get into that pie. <laughs> no, no, no. The worst part, I got to remember to do this uh, today, <laughs> but you know, we're recording this the day before Easter, and there's yeah. a big Easter, like, you know, my family's getting together for some Easter dinner, and I'm always like, ooh, we need to get an apple pie to make. You know how long you got to fucking wait for that apple pie to be ready once you start the process? No. It sits in the oven for two hours and it's got to cool for three. Holy shit. So like I'll go and I'll be like, like my sister and I are both like fiends for apple pie. So I'll be like, yo, let's get an apple pie. And I'll like go to the giant at like three. Yeah. But now it's nine o'clock and we're still Before like. Before you can eat the And I'm like, pie. and she's like, I got to go home. And I'm like, oh God, I like want to go to bed. <laughs> But I know there's a pie that's just a couple more hours away from being ready to eat. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 kind of the problem with most meals, right? That's what makes like fast food so yeah. amazing. Well, that's like the, the prepping inf- anything sucks. The infamous Mitch Hedberg line of like, it was like, I don't want a baked potato, but by the time it's done, I might. So I'll just <laughs> throw it in there. <laughs> it's true. Back to the desserts. Back to the desserts. Yeah. So apple pie. <laughs> How about you? I, I hate that. It's very cliche, and I'm continuing with the Thanksgiving trends. Pumpkin. You do love your pumpkin. I, I do I'm love not a pumpkin pie. guy. Now, here's the thing. My favorite thing about pumpkins is murdering them for display <laughs> at Halloween time. That also depends, right? I mean, we talked about being burnt out on Halloween by the time Halloween rolls around. 
I'm usually burnt out on pumpkin by the time Christmas by the hits. time Christmas hits. So I guess dessert wise, we always have a pumpkin pie ready to go. We always have a regular apple pie. We're not getting like <laughs> apple crumb or anything. <laughs> Let me pitch this to you. Actually, I'm for it. Let's go. I don't know the specific brand. Okay, but we'll say sugar cookie. Okay. Those fucking sugar cookies that have the little Santa Claus or candy canes on the top. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you know, around now they have like Easter bunnies on them yeah. and they'll do like, yo. They're good. They're fucking They're good. good. They're like, good. That's like one of those things where you think like, oh, I probably only like that as a kid. And as an adult, I'll find out they taste like trash. Nope. Yeah. Nope. No, Flavor really still. It's still kicking. So is that your preferred cookie? What's your preferred cookie? Probably. I mean, I don't. Weirdly enough, like. I know that I am not a man who can describe himself as in shape, but like I don't drink soda. I don't really yeah. eat like sweets that much. I'm so, not a super into sweets guy either, but like I do indulge in the soda thing, but I'm more of a salt guy. Like, yeah. Oh, like my addiction to, to fries, chips. And yeah. It's cause I want the salt burgers like, and chicken. My preferred uh, like I've fried said, foods. I've said this before. My preferred French fry is a shoestring french fry because it's the least amount of potato getting in the way of the salt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, no, I just literally, like, give me a salt lick and I'd be completely yeah. content. <laughs> so, yeah, with the cookies, I can't say no to a double stuffed Oreo. Okay. Like, you present a double stuffed Oreo to me, I'm always going to say yeah. yes. As far as, like, cookies cooked in an oven or whatever, yeah, those little, those little sugar guys yeah. go a long way. Like, my dad's a big chocolate chip cookie guy. That's me. But, like, for me, it's if I'm going to have a chocolate chip cookie, it's got to be, like, fresh out the oven, warm, falling apart. Like, if you're going to give me a day-old chocolate chip cookie. See, I'm for it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, no. It needs... I don't know. I'm a weird... I'm weird with, like, when it comes to, like, texture stuff. Yeah. I want stuff to be chewy and soft. Like, I just... I'm prepared for retirement. Yeah. But, like... (laughs) Like, I don't need to work <laughs> yeah. for it. Like, that's even like, like, I don't know. There's certain like meals, like food that I really, really like, but it might have like even like a cheesesteak, say. If I was eating a cheesesteak, I don't like going to places that put too, like that have too much roll. Like if I'm chewing, if my first bite of the cheesesteak is that I literally just bit a roll with no meat or cheese on it and yeah. I'm like sitting there chewing and chewing and chewing to get to the next bite, like... Like, I'm fine if I go to, like, if I'm going to Olive Garden, like, yeah, I'm going to tear up some breadsticks. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. I don't like when I have to put so much work into getting to the the food that I actually want to have. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, like, it's just like, I don't know. I don't like chewing that much. If I, <laughs> so, again, it goes back to the pasta. You're There's, like a child. It is. It is. It go back. It's like, too much work. I got a ton of shit last time I was in San Diego Comic Con for insisting that we go to Spaghetti Factory and then when we got there I ordered fettuccine Alfredo and they're like all you wanted was Spaghetti Factory and then you didn't order spaghetti <laughs> dude I love it so pasta for, for Christmas dinner from here yeah. on out dude I think we that I would wish... be a special treat the fettuccine yeah. Alfredo would be part of the special treat on yeah that there you go I wish we could adopt the the tradition in what is it China maybe Where, I, it might be China they have KFC Oh yeah, for for Christmas dinner, they like the KFCs like take like bookings like like you have to pre-order your chicken your oh. Christmas dinner. Oh my! From the KFCs, I haven't had KFC in a hot minute. There yeah. isn't one very close to me anywhere. Yeah, but 
I don't remember how I felt about the chicken from KFC. No. But I remember that they had the best goddamn popcorn chicken I've ever had in my yeah, entire life. Yeah, their popcorn chicken is fire. I'm not 100% sure that KFC fried chicken is actually fried chicken. No, no. It's, it's, like, very, it is it's very, like what is a nugget? when you? It's <laughs> very greasy and the skin is like falling off. Like it's it's it tastes so good. But it's one of those meals that, like, when you're done eating, you regret instantly eating. Yeah, that's kind of me with Arby's sometimes. I enjoy my time having Arby's, but my time after Arby's is never really anything to write home about. Which is so weird, because if you think about it, like, you would think that sliced meat sandwiches would would feel better than hoofing down a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Yeah, but while I'm getting that beef and cheddar, that, that thing is, like... When you get a beef and cheddar from Arby's, the sliced meat is maybe 20% of the sandwich. And like 50% of that sandwich is just cheese and sauce. (laughs) (laughs) So good. But Christmas foods. So your dessert, your Um, dessert, you're just a, a, I'm an apple pie, you're a pumpkin pie, you're a little bit of rock and roll, I'm a little bit of country. A little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. (laughs) Beverages. Christmas beverages, not water. Do you partake in hot chocolate, coffee? eggnog so new cider so so none of those things <laughs> none I don't, of them but what i will say is in the last i would say it was the christmas before the pandemic yeah i started my love affair with a hot tea okay a good old hot tea because i had had the wisdom teeth out yeah and for a while you're kind of on a liquid diet for at least a day or two so my mom made me a cup of tea and i used to be like a tea drinking fiend yeah but she started getting this sweet cream creamer. I was always a milk in my tea guy. Mm-hmm. She got this sweet cream creamer, Dylan. Yeah. Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> Between my mom and I, when we were living together over that yeah. pandemic, there was never a point where there wasn't three full gallons of the sweet cream creamer in the fridge so that we always knew that there was a backup somewhere in case we finished one of them. Yeah. It is so good. But then I this uh right around Thanksgiving, I went and spent a couple days in Pittsburgh recording episodes of One Hit Thunder and Chris didn't have sweet cream, which was a travesty, obviously. Yeah. Damn it, Chris. But what he did have was this peppermint tea. Yeah. So that was the first time I really started to dabble in the herbal tea. Fire. So I think that that's like, and that does carry all year round. Like that's not like just at Christmas time. Yeah. But at Christmas time, you better believe that like I'm exclusively making peppermint, peppermint tea. tea. Yeah. The tea thing was kind of a game changer for me specifically. Like there's like specific throat coat tea that I yeah. would drink. Dude, I, with, I'm With a little bit of honey. Oh uh, God, honey in a yep. tea. Um, I'm ready to start dabbling more flavors. Yeah, I, like I'm like now that I've tried two different types of flavor tea and I've liked both of them. Like I'm gonna become a nut. I will in that say, tea like aisle. the throat coat tea is a little iffy. There's a slight black licorice taste to it. Gotcha. And I hate black licorice, but. I hey. knew, like, I'm like, I need to take care of this. Yeah, you were doing <laughs> so what got, you needed to do. So cause... I got used, I got used to it, and I started to enjoy it. But I did as soon as, as soon as I got those bad boys removed, my tonsils, I went right back to coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how about you with the beverages? Do you dabble in the ciders or the Ooh, eggnog okay. or anything? So I'm the kind of person that as soon as eggnog hits the shelf, I will buy it, and it'll sit in my fridge and spoil. <laughs> 
I've, I don't think I've ever actually drank eggnog because everything about it seems gross. So eggnog tastes like liquefied melted vanilla ice cream okay. with a weird like aftertaste to it. Yeah, not selling but, me on it. Yeah. So what I would do, however, is I would do some eggnog for you people out there that drink a little bit, a little bit of bourbon, mm-hmm. and then some spice right on top. See, and I feel that like that's the way most people drink it because I actually was under the impression that it was some type of alcoholic drink. It's it's both. You can do it with alcohol, without alcohol. Gotcha. Um, of course, when I was a kid, <laughs> I wouldn't have it without alcohol. It just never, like, even, like, when I've seen other people drink it, it's never been like, oh, I want some no, of that. No, now it is, it is very much, I need to find the smallest thing of eggnog because I'm yeah. going to have this one night this entire season. Yeah. And that's and it. And even then, you're not going to like it very much. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> doing it out of obligation. Uh, exactly. I feel like I need to do this. Another thing that's delicious, and I need to start doing it myself. They do it in Bush Gardens in Christmastown, it becomes. Okay. It's a peppermint hot chocolate, but they use peppermint schnapps. Okay. And it is fantastic. Other beverage-wise, I mean, there are certain hot chocolates that are fantastic that there's hot chocolates that taste like dirty water yeah and there's hot chocolates that taste like wow you seriously sat here and melted a chocolate bar (laughs) yeah and i just don't like i wish i liked chocolate more because yeah like there are certain things where there's stuff that i don't do and i don't miss it like i don't feel bad like i don't drink i'm never in a situation where people are drinking where i'm like i wish i drank yeah but man when I watch a bunch of people with like nice warm cups of hot chocolate, yeah, and they're like in their mittens, like there's. Let's talk about that for just one quick second. Okay, yeah. Is there a better feeling on this planet than a freezing cold day with a hot drink in your hand? No, like like no. that is like perfection. So watching people like when you're looking at Christmas tree lights or something, and they're standing there and they've got their mittens and they're holding their hot cup of chocolate and i'm just like god i wish i liked chocolate because everything about this moment it's fantastic seems so magical and, and you perfect. don't even need to there doesn't even need to be christmas lights dude yesterday was freezing yeah freezing talking back back about that uh that old climate change thing where yeah. it, like we're in the middle of spring and it's like 20 degrees it, it was snowing in ohio yeah, it started weekend. it started snowing here for a brief moment i got a white chocolate mocha from starbucks and it was amazing i was like oh i feel i feel like it's Christmas time (laughs) but there is dude there's nothing better it it cheers me up in the morning like like when i'm on my way to work i'll make a cup of coffee and i'll be leaving the house and i'm like oh i'm going to work but I'm like, oh, I've got this like little cup of joy. It's so good in it's my so, hands. It's, it's warm and it's cup the of two joy. hand hold. Yep. Do we have any other Christmas related food treats, foods. beverages, whatever? I'm tapped out. I'm unless I think I'm tapped out for now. I'm I sure we, we can could, revisit. I, yeah, this time. I guarantee we can. We can definitely Look, revisit the sign. There's plenty too, of snacks that we we're have not too pleasantly on. plump fellas looking at each other. <laughs> we are. There will always be more room for food. There talk. will always be more room for food talk. <laughs> there will always be more room for Christmas food talk. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Yeah, please send us as we've said in yeah. per- episodes of the past. Rate review. Let us know topics or specials or whatever that you want us to talk about. We're you know, my goal, like I said, is I want us to get to 365 episodes. Yeah. I feel like if we get to 365, which based on horror movie night numbers, it'll be about eight years of us doing this. Yeah. 
that's about a point where I'm like, you know what? We've got our legacy here. <laughs> There's enough episodes that for a full year, someone could listen to one episode a day and get that Christmas joy. Yeah. So you got us for at least eight more years. Exactly. Give and us then, some topics. <laughs> and then keeping it topical, because right around where we're recording this, uh, then we'll move on to Easter 365. Yeah. And then, and then we'll... <laughs> Thanksgiving 365. We're avoiding the Halloween one because that one would just It's be, called horror movie. Exactly. <laughs> it would be too easy. There's multiple horror podcasts out there. Matt being already on one. Yeah. No, we'll figure it out. It's all about Christmas. And with that, I say Merry Christmas, Dylan. Merry Christmas, Matt. Oh, oh, whoa. listening to the Geekscape Network. We're here to entertain you. We'll sing your songs. Hey there. Are you obsessed with things that happened before your time? Well, if you are, join me, the host of Before My Time, Gelsey Laurie, to discuss the wonders of the yesteryears that we weren't around to enjoy ourselves. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Soon you'll be swaying, so come on, sing along. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.